Hello guys. Um again, NASA National Cable Podcast. And this is um Karelis, your host. And today we are going to be talking a little bit about the electrical energy um and power lines. Also about cables and wires um that are used in order to transport this electrical energy to different places. Today we have Vida again as our guest. Hi Vida, how are you? Hi Kelly, I'm good. Thank That's you. Great to hear. Um so welcome again to NASA National Cable Podcast and it's always a pleasure having you here as a resident expert to yeah. talk a little bit more about everything related with energy cables. So, um Like I was saying, today we are going to be talking about one of the six basic types of energy, which is electrical energy. So, electrical energy in simple words, um we can say that it's the result of moving energy that flows in like different directions from the particles that are called electrons and protons. Am I summarizing it quite right, Vida, or is it just too simple? <laughs> yeah, but like in general terms, uh, I guess it's right. And okay. it's always best to describe something as simple as possible because like the best definitions are the ones that like a five-year-old child can understand. Right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Nothing better than um you know put it using simple words to make something difficult easy so um speaking a little bit more about electrical energy we can get a very clear example from nature uh in a bolt of lightning so it's basically a huge number of electrons uh flowing through air all at once And I was reading um that energy can be transformed uh from one type to the other. So, um Vida just I didn't know if you knew this, but I was looking into the history of electrical energy and I found out that electrical energy was discovered by an American scientist named Benjamin Franklin. Did you know that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course you knew that. I mean, you're the resident expert, but this is all news to me. And it was so fun to see that he discovered this by running a, a an experiment that right now is of course famous because of history. Um, uh, but it was a, a very, very simple experiment that involved a kite, a key, and um it was done on a rainy day. So like I was telling before that we can see this an example of electrical energy um on a lightning bolt. This is very exciting because that's precisely what demonstrated Benjamin Franklin how to use or how to transform one type of energy into electrical energy with just this very simple experiment. It's just I just wanted to point that out cuz I thought it was very interesting and it kind of like brings out more information or more facts that are good to know in in um 
relation to electrical energy, which is the topic today. And, um, well, I also wanted to, to know, I mean, to, of course, National Cable is a um, North American company. Um, we are based in New York, and it's so coincidental that the first power station that generated power to, you know, houses, electrical um, energy that could light up bulbs and uh, function um, a, a refrigerator, a TV, et cetera, et cetera, was actually turned on here in, in New York City in 1882. The name of this power station was Edison's Pearl Street Power Station, and it lighted up to 95 houses back in the day on the first run in the lower Manhattan. That That is, I don't know, that is maybe coincidental, but it's so good to know that NASA National Cable was born in the state in which the power stations were born. <laughs> so... I, I want to talk about, or I want to go more in depth about the power station. How, how were they able to transport the energy from the plant to the houses? I mean, I was reading that uh, by that a um, year, the, the material that they used was copper. And what back in the days they consider cables was just like a line a very long line of bare copper <laughs> put together with maybe two or three more so forming a wire all in the same like configuration just like a long rod of copper bare copper in this age that was put together with jute i mean look at the material they're using jute right it's so different than what we're using nowadays. And this is where I want you to kind of expand a little bit because this is 1882. And nowadays we are, of course, the 21st century. This is 2022. The material is most definitely not used. And we have a lot more time and a lot more resources that we have discovered through time that have been able to allow us to get more efficient transmission of electrical energy into our houses. So can we talk a little bit about the, the material and how much has changed from back in the days using jute and nowadays using different materials that could be... Um, so Vita, can you expand a little bit about this? Yeah, so like the first uh, cables uh, that connected the power grid were indeed uh, from copper, made of copper. Uh, but like uh, today, uh, aluminum is more common uh, material for uh, like getting electricity from the grid. And we will like focus uh, more on why is it so, I guess, later, because it's like an interesting point in our discussion. And like regarding the utility power poles, they are made of many different materials, but actually like they are still common. It's still common to have uh, wooden utility power poles like it was uh, back in the 19th century. So um, 
this hasn't really changed in some like in some geographies so we still have wooden power poles and like but the thing uh, that uh, has definitely changed is like uh, the uh, like the way that electricity travels uh, to reach our homes has become more and more complicated uh, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays we get electricity from the grid and like um, in our modern cities uh, or like some uh, settlements, uh, electricity travels a very long way because b before it reaches the end customer, because like power plants are getting larger and also they are like being built further away from the populated cities because like uh, they are too complex and people don't really like to live uh, near um, plants so we like see them going further and further away from the cities that's why like the uh, way of electrical highway is becoming more and more complicated and like it seems it's like it sounds like a no-brainer but actually like it's uh, like important to get everything right and all the materials have to be of high quality and also of course cables they uh, like have to be um, of uh, the best quality in order to like keep the electric power transmission line going and get the electricity to our homes and businesses and social st structures so yeah okay so i know that the way we currently see a lot of you know cables going are mostly running on the air from one pole to another if i'm not mistaken those are called overhead cables and then i also read that there's cables that go underground that also transport energy i'm assuming from one pole to another or some type of transformer or you know transductor or something that holds the energy or stores the energy and then moves it along through the cable. Um, I guess, you know, you can expand a little bit about that as well. Um, you know, talking about cables uh, and how, how it's used, what's the difference between one another, the materials. Also, um, like you were saying, copper and aluminum. Yes, copper was the original you know, conductor for um, transmission of energy. But nowadays, aluminum is more common. And um, I, I would like to know why. Uh, I would like for you to, you know, give us a little bit more of a benefits um, of us using or choosing aluminum uh, as opposed to copper. And, um, you know, expand uh, from all your knowledge on this different kind of questions that arise. So let's, let's have that, um, you know, deep conversation or let's go deep into that topic so we can kind of clear everyone's doubts. Okay. So basically this is like two different topics because like overhead versus underground is like one topic and like the discussion of what types of cables are best used in overhead lines is a whole another topic that can, I can like talk. So we cannot, cause it's like, we can start with like 
what's the difference between overhead and underground power lines? Okay, so, so let's 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 keep it with like just the power line. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like just like you said, that's right. Like there are like two basic types of uh, power line uh, that transmit electrical power. These are overhead uh, electrical power lines and underground power lines. And like uh, it's not like that the one is like better than the other they are both like used in the modern landscape because each has like its own advantages and disadvantages depending on what you need from them so they usually differ in terms of voltage the cost cost of the the price of the line the safety requirements are different and so they are both used in cities and uh, in the country but like you well, more like if we're talking the United States, you're more lucky to find uh, underground power lines in cities, and like overhead power lines are more likely to be uh, located outside of cities. So it's not like a rule; it just happens often. Can I can I ask you? Is it because shorter distances are better to use underground, and longer distances it's easier or more efficient to transport the energy through overhead uh yeah kind of like and also like um in outside of the cities we have like uh, high voltage transmission lines and mm. it's better uh when they're overhead but also mm -hmm. it's not just like the type of line but also the the, the price of the line because oh, okay Underground lines are very expensive. They can be like up to five, six, ten uh, times more expensive that, to produce than overhead lines, and they're also uh, like harder to maintain. That's why, okay. like, it's um, not really possible to run underground power lines everywhere. So yeah, it, they are used uh, on shorter shorter distances, uh, both because of like their quality and also because of their cost. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay, that's good to know. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I didn't know that. I just assumed uh, from what you were saying. So it's it's good to have that clarified. So, um, speaking of the conductor, copper and aluminum, can you can you go over why or what's the difference between one and the other? Is one more effective than the other, or I mean? Can can we go in depth as to why would we choose aluminum better than copper? Yeah. Okay. So like uh, overall, uh, when we're speaking about cables, like mm -hmm. uh, copper is considered better than mm -hmm. aluminum in most applications because like it has better uh, electrical conductivity. But yeah. like when we uh, take uh, overhead power lines into consideration, it's actually the other way around and like aluminum is pre preferred mm -hmm. uh, there are like many reasons for that but uh, like the i guess the most important one is that like uh, aluminum power cables are just cheaper and this is like a very important considerations because like the cables run hundreds of meters between the poles and like overly uh, overhead power lines are like hundreds of kilometers long that's why like saving a every dollar is important so it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's just works better to use aluminum instead of copper 
but it's not just that. Mm -hmm. Also, like aluminum cables, they are more flexible and lighter. They're about two times lighter than copper cables. And uh, these qualities um, matter because um, like this, the construction of an overhead power line is that the cables are just hanging loosely and they should not be weighing down. So the lighter they are and the more flexible they are, the better. And uh, if you uh, would use heavy cables instead, they would just uh, cause strain on utility poles, especially on those older wood-based utility poles. And uh, the stress uh, on utility power poles is not good because it will cause them to cons consent. And um, in this case, there could be some safety concerns because lowering the overhead cable to an unsafe distance from the ground it's is not good. Uh, so that's why aluminum works better because it's flexible and lighter. Yeah. Okay. So um, guys, remember NASA National Cable um, has everything you may need for your electrical um, projects. And this includes overhead and ground, underground aluminum cables. And you can very easily go over our huge list of available cables and products that we have on our website. That is www.nasonationalcable.com. That is N-A-S-S-A-U, National Cable, altogether, one word, dot com. So just go visit our website, look around, see what we have to offer, and maybe we'll translate into a purchase. Who knows? So, Vida, yes, thank you for that explanation. It kind of clears a lot of, um, you know, doubts that people might have in terms of why choosing one over the other. So it's not just cost, guys. A lot involved in why aluminum is mostly used and um, why aluminum is, to, for lack of a better word, better <laughs> to be used on overhead um, um, uses. And so how, how do we go about identifying the right type of cable from the huge variety that we have to offer um, and that we have in the market, especially on our website, NASA National Cable. Vida, can you give us a couple of examples of the different types of cables that we can use? I'm, I'm talking about aluminum conductor cables that we can use for overhead um, projects or overhead uses. Yeah, sure. Uh, so um, cables for overhead power lines are called service drop um, cables. Uh, overhead service drop cables. This mm -hmm. is like, uh, independent on the, on, of the manufacturer. Uh, you can just go with this name and this is what you need, but they still like, they are different in some ways. Uh, the one way they are different, um, differ from each other, is like the exact type of the aluminum conductor that they have. Um, for example, there is like AAC cable, it's just a regular aluminum conductor that has like a, a metal purity of um, more than 99%. So it's like basically all aluminum. Uh, this type of uh, overhead service drop cable is used uh, mainly in urban areas. 
when the spacing is short and the supports are closed, uh, closed. Uh, so it can also be used in coastal regions sometimes because it has a high degree of corrosion corrosion resistance. Uh, so it's like basically your regular aluminum conductor, just uh, nothing more to add about it. Also, uh, aside from that, uh, there is a type of conductor that is AAAC. It's uh, an all-aluminum alloy conductor. So it's like not pure aluminum, but an alloy. And uh, this type of um, overhead cable with um, aluminum alloy conductor is used on aerial circuits that uh, require larger mechanical resistance than just simple aluminum uh, conductor. And also um, when better corrosion resistance in is needed. So if like you will have a problem with mechanical resistance and uh, corrosion on the power line, it's better to use alloy instead of pure aluminum. And also uh, there is um, a type of conductor that is uh, reinforced with steel. Uh, there are different uh, kinds of steel reinforced aluminum conductors in the market. Uh, they usually range from 6 to 40 percent. And the goal of steel is to add additional strength to the conductor. Um, so these types of uh, overhead cables are used in, for example, they can be used for river crossings uh, and installations that involve extra long distances. Um, so these types of conductors are manufactured to different tensile strengths. So it can cover such type of cable can cover long distances with fewer supports. Uh, okay. And advantages on on high when you need high or extra high voltage, it's usually like uh, the conductor will be reinforced with steel. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, Vida. So I think these cables that you just told me are um, what just one conductor, right? Different materials, same aluminum. I'm sorry, not different materials, same aluminum. Just a little combination. Sometimes when you say the alloy, um, it's aluminum with something else. And then it's wrapped on something that prevents from the um, environment to damage the cable somehow. So do we have wires that are also used on overhead applications? And I don't know if everybody knew this, but I just want to make a note here. Cables are just one conductor wrapped on whatever jacket you want to use it, but that's a cable. When we talk about wires, we have more than one conductor together, whether it's um, under the same jacket or with different jacket or insulation. But as long as you have more than one conductor, that's when we talk about wires. I just wanted to note that because... I know I just, in one phrase, used the word cable and used the word wires, and I didn't want everybody to get confused. So, Vida, is there any wire um, for these overhead applications that you can give us a little bit more insight um, as to which one to choose or how to choose it or what's the difference between one another or the application? Something that you can give us about different wires for overhead applications. 
Yeah, sure. You're absolutely right. Uh, to not be confused, I was talking about different types of uh, conductors, but I'm not assuming that there's just one conductor in mm -hmm. uh, overhead uh, power cable because it's not the case. It's never just one. Mm -hmm. And like the types of uh, uh, of aluminum overhead cables that are commonly used in power lines are triplex wire and quadruplex wire. Mm -hmm. So like triplex is commonly used for single phase service and there are like three individual wires that are twisted around each other and there are two conductors that are the hot legs of the service and also a bare uninsulated wire that is neutral and uh, basically the triplex cable is um, used as a drop cable from a pole, mount, pole transformer to the service entrance of the structure or it also can be used for secondary distribution between, between poles. And quadruplex, it's uh, different because it's used in a three-phase power lines. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically it's used for overhead three-phase service jobs and it has three conductors that correspond to the three phases. Um, okay. Yeah, so um, there are like phase A, phase B, and phase C, and also a neutral that is bearing grounded. So okay. it's basically the two types of constructions th that you will need with uh, aluminum overhead service cables. Okay. All right. So to summarize what you just said, and um, maybe I did get it right. Threeplex and quadruplex wires are the most common used or found, not used, found, um, aluminum electrical wires available for overhead use. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, perfect. Guys, I think we've covered a lot of information about overhead wires, um, why aluminum is most used, um, a little bit of fun facts and, uh, you know, tips on uh, why and how electrical energy started, um, why is it used, how is it transformed. And for those um, loyal listeners that stayed with us through all this information for the entire podcast today we have a little surprise Vida, can you guess what it is uh maybe a discount yes exactly so we have a discount today um well not only valid for today but only for those who listen till the end it's going to be gary three let me spell it for you it's g as in girl a as in Apple, R as in Robert, R as in Robert, I as in Indian, E as in elephant, and the number three together. You can put that code on the checkout page on our website when you place the order. And guess what? It's going to give you 3% discount on your order of more than $2,000. So go ahead go to our website, check what cables, wires you need to use for your project. Hopefully it's an overhead project that you have pending that you didn't know much about it. Now you do go ahead to our website, place the order and enjoy this discount for you being a loyal listener of our podcast. 
So Vida, thank you very much for today for clarifying a lot of the uh, information and maybe doubts that we might have had about aluminum wires and cables uh, for overhead applications. Thank you very much for your time and definitely see you next time uh, with our next topic about wires and cables. Thank you, Corelli. I'll be looking forward to your next. So we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us as, at NASA National Cable. And um, just go ahead and list your questions on our comments and um, leave us any feedback, anything you would like us to discuss, whatever it is that you feel um, we should do better. Go like this episode, subscribe to it so that you don't miss our next one. And um, until next time, take care. <laughs>